You're listening to What's New with Wired. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is powered by TD Ameritrade. When it comes to investing, each of us does it in our own, unique way. From TD Ameritrade's award-winning technology to personalized guidance, they have everything you need to invest on your terms. Visit tdameritrade.com YTDA to get started. Sci-fi writers are grappling with a post-Trump reality. At the 2018 Worldcon, fantasy author N.K. Jemisin became the first person to ever win three consecutive Hugo Awards for Best Novel. Given that level of success, science fiction editor John Joseph Adams felt she'd be the perfect guest editor for the latest edition of his anthology series, The Best American Science Fiction and Fantasy. Given that she's clearly the face of the genre at the moment, I thought it would be wonderful to have her as guest editor. Adam says in episode 342 of the Geek's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. And thankfully, she said yes. Carolyn M. Yoakum, whose short story Carnival 9 appears in the book, says the 20 stories selected by Jemison reflect the growing diversity of the fantasy and science fiction field. One of the things I loved about the book was the sheer variety of it, Yoakum says. I felt there were so many different perspectives represented in the stories, and a lot of cool ideas. Geek's Guide to the Galaxy host David Barr-Kirtley notes that many of the stories, such as Samuel R. Delaney's The Hermit of Houston, have a clear political message. In his author's note, Delaney says this is his first attempt to write a post-Trump science fiction story, Kirtley says. And there were at least two other authors, E. Lily Yu and Charles Jane Anders, who explicitly say in their author's notes that their stories were somehow a response to Trump being president. Charles Pacer, whose story Rivers Run Free leads off the book, agrees that the Yu and Anders stories will make readers think hard about current political realities. The Yu story, in which humanity declines to aid extraterrestrial refugees, and the Anders story, in which a trans woman's consciousness is forcibly transferred into a male cadaver, both grapple with the issue of morally compromised bystanders. I think that both of them do an excellent job of challenging the perspective of not taking action or being complicit with evil, Pacer says. Listen to the complete interview with John Joseph Adams, Carolyn M. Yoakum, and Charles Pacer in episode 342 of Geek's Guide to the Galaxy. And check out some of these highlights from the discussion. Charles Pacer on Quick Sip Reviews I started it in 2015, 
which was shortly after I had started a review column called The Monthly Round, where I would take my favorite stories that I'd read and I would pair them with alcohol. So I would take a story and I'd be like, this story feels like a stout to me. And then I'd do monthly installments of that. So it sprang out of that, branding-wise. When I started, it was also supposed to be short reviews, but I have a problem being brief. At the beginning, there were only supposed to be a couple of sentences, and now when I do a review, it tends to be 400 words, so they stopped being quite so quick, but the name stuck. I already had the logo, so it was a done deal by then. Carolyn M. Yoakum on Clarion It's such an intense experience. You're surrounded by other writers, and there are a lot of things that go on. I did Clarion West, which is much the same. I was newer, I just started writing at the time, but I think a lot of people come in with a little bit more experience now. And then to be in that environment, I think you get a lot of good stories out of it. Workshops are really helpful for some people, but they're definitely not for everyone, for a variety of reasons. Either because of accessibility or because of personality not being a good fit, or whatever it is. There are a lot of different ways to get to your end goal of writing. I had a really good experience at Clarion, but not everybody does. Charles Pacer on Social Media Being on social media, there's this expectation of presence that can be there for people and of constantly being on and constantly performing writing while being a writer. It's something that I do feel exists and is out there because there's a sense that that can be tied to your success, that if you're not out there performing writing, no one's going to know who you are. No one's going to want to buy your stories, which often isn't helpful because for a lot of people, it takes so much effort to do that sort of thing to try to gamify this process. You're so desperate to win, to be the successful writer, that sometimes the process of trying to be a successful writer can hinder your ability to actually get the words down. John Joseph Adams on New York Comic Con We had an event at New York Comic Con, and Nora Jemison was there, and Carmen Maria Machado was there, and Maria Davana Headley, and Charlie Jane Anders, and Matt Kessel moderated it. And New York Comic Con is insanity, more than 150,000 people. So I wasn't expecting that many people for this little book that probably most people haven't even heard of that go to this thing. But it was standing room only in the room. And it was a pretty big room. Then Comic Con had a signing queue right outside the panel. And there was a huge line that was there the entire time we were slated to sign, which was for an hour. So that was just really encouraging to see that kind of response to the book. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.